Petersfield's Shine Radio. Growing Together with Anne-Marie Powell and Claire Dennis. Well, hello, and thanks for joining us in Growing Together. I'm Claire Venice, and I'm with the wonderful Anne-Marie Powell. Hello, Anne-Marie. Hi, Claire. It's getting exciting, isn't it? I love this time of year. Do you know, Christmas is my favourite sort of holiday that we get to spend time with our families and friends. There's no pressure during the period after Christmas going up to New Year. But now I find it really exciting. I've just bought loads of new plates and crockery and all sorts of things, and tablecloth, just because I love that Christmas setting, you know, the the table with the family getting together and friends. And we we didn't do it last year. No, well, I was going to say, is that because Mm. you're making up for lost time? I think so. I mean, I decorated the hat. I drag all of the garden in. The whole garden comes in pretty much, and every surface has got something on it from the garden. But um, last year it was just for us. So, you know, this year it'll be nice to be able to share it. Did you go overboard last year, do you think, because of it just being a smaller gathering? Yeah, I really did. Yeah. <laughs> I, think it, I think it was about making it feel normal as well. And I was quite frenetic last year, sort of trying to make things sort of normal, perhaps making things really abnormal, actually, in my over-energy and to try and, trying to make things sort of feel extra special. I uh, put loads of kind of branches around the front door and we decorated it with lights and baubles and only our lovely post lady saw it really so but even her smiling and that we'd made the effort was nice do you think you'll do that this year again though yeah I think I'll do a bit of it I won't go quite so overboard with the kind of the sort of decorating of the door and I'm not big on lights outside but inside the house I will you know there'll be ivy up the stairs that I, I put both the mantelpieces are just kind of covered with with all sorts of silver sprayed and gold sprayed seed heads from last year and vases full of holly and berries and obviously the mistletoe might get lucky with my mm. husband who knows he might kiss me <laughs> so but yeah I just love that kind of whole sort of bringing the garden inside and that's what it's all about really you know the Christmas tree bringing so it's about bringing nature in and celebrating all of that so so I love to get creative with it and do you do things like table decorations as well in a really kind of low-key way so I mostly just put loads of holly and ivy and berries all the way down a sort of runner down the middle of the table and then we've got a stand-up piano that completely gets overblown with candles and all sorts of things so um no I don't make individual calligraphied sort of little place settings or anything like that no I don't but lots of colour really colourful Christmas table mine so huge mix of glass of different colours and different colour plates so it's 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 quite over the top I mean I would never have thought that Amory of you (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sophisticated there are no Santas so I suppose it has a, a sophistication of its own but it's all about layering up the oranges the reds the purples the greens and and just having something really vibrant, yeah. I'm feeling that this year too, actually, because I just, I'm really attracted to colour. I want to bring colour in. And maybe that's because there isn't a lot of colour outside now. I mean, the leaves have almost pretty much gone, haven't they? They were a beautiful, beautiful yellow. The autumn lasted for ages, though. I mean, mm. it's been so mild. It really has. So, and I was worrying about planting my tulips out, you know, because just thinking, oh, it's quite warm still out here, but... 
it's come now, hasn't it? It has. And I can see all my little violas and my pansies just kind of collapsing a little bit and sort of looking at me, sort of, why have you left me out here in the cold? (laughs) So it's like, gee up, come on, I know you've got it in you, so and they will, but you're right, there's, there's not... All the summer has completely gone, really. I've got a few a few geraniums left over here and there, but I'm looking for those, you know. Yeah. Oh, I've, yes, I've, I've brought mine in now. But outside. there's loads of kind of... For Christmas, I like to use lots of um, ivy because of the old seed heads, you know, the old flower heads. You get those lovely kind of fibre optic sort of prongs, don't you? And they look fantastic if you get lots of it in a vase together. It can look amazing. And, and I have all my alliums. You can see some of them up there from last mm. year that... I keep all the seed heads and just spray them gold and they go and things. They're, they're hanging up in the garage, so they just come out. So so I'm always planning ahead just to make life a bit easier for myself. But And then I absolutely don't do that and just try and do far too much, like all of us do, just because it is so exciting to think, you know, that we can rest, relax, have that gorgeous kind of period of blissful indulgence where I do no work at all between Christmas and New Year. And uh, yeah, just hang around in PJs with the children and eat as many chocolates as I can. <laughs> so I sort of, I suppose it's kind of like a nesting thing for us. Claire, do you think? You're kind of creating quite li- literally like a birdwood in spring, feathering your nest so you can really enjoy it in that period of time when you're at home. Yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't thought about it like that. But definitely it has that kind of homely vibe, doesn't it? We all want to be inside feeling cushioned and, and warm and cosy. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, like that. So, 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 and I love all of that. And I have lots of tiny little lights that I dot around the place and they go through my plants. I've got a few indoor plants, quite a few <laughs> indoor plants. And um, yeah, I just have fun. And I just keep on layering and layering and layering it up. So more has always been more for me. So yeah, not so much of the sophistication, more of the sort of absolute over-the-top opulence. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of drama. So yeah. Fab. Sounds mm. great. Yeah. How do you manage to get the ivy up I the tie staircase? it. So I literally tie it on. So I cut as big a length as I can, but I just use twine so that you would use for tying up your climbers. So I just tie it on with twine. You can't see it. Oh, so okay. if you use okay. enough of it. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. You need loads of it. And sometimes I just let it kind of dangle down so it looks like it's grown there. So it's not kind of just threaded through like you would a garland that you would buy from a shop. So it is quite natural. Yeah. And it dries out a little bit. And um, one of the things that I do is I spray it with a mister every now and again, but it won't last for the whole of Christmas. But it will retain its colour a little bit. And I just add a bit more. If we go on a walk, I'll just add a bit more. <laughs> and then it's a terrible mess by the time 12th night comes. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it is just kind of like, Pull it all out, shove it on the compost bin or put it out for your green recycling. And it's all done and dusted after a good literal dust. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of hoovering. Not hoovering up. I don't know if Jules really approves of it, but um, he lets me go wild with it. Because it is an indulgence for me, I think. Do you put lights around it as well? Yeah, yeah. everything. And if I go for a walk, then I'll get Rosa Rugoses, berries and uh, all kinds of uh, Catonia berries, anything. And it just keeps on getting bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> Hence layering so, up. Yeah. And actually, if you thread it around the ivy, it means that you create these little holes and pockets so that you don't then have to wire. If you create a good base... And I actually do, last year anyway, I did around our kitchen table. We've got a big light over our Christmas table. And I just kind of wrapped that with ivy and just kept putting things on. And, and it means you've just got these little cubby holes. It becomes almost like a, a festive pin board. <laughs> <laughs> so, which is quite nice because people, you know, 
people will put things up there, the kids will put things up that they find on the walk. So it's kind of like a little narrative about what we've been up to over the Christmas period. I think they do it really well at the Harrow. You know, the mm. pub just down the road in Sheets. They do such a lovely kind of window display. So, and that's just all based from nature, isn't it? And natural things found in, in the everyday wild environment. And I just love that. So it's gorgeous. I might try that this year then. I might try the ivy up the stairs because I have a bought garland and I put lights around it, but it just doesn't quite doesn't, doesn't do quite it do for you. me. It really doesn't. And every year I think, oh, okay, I want something up the staircase yeah. because it's important, I think, to continue what you have downstairs, upstairs a little bit. Yeah. Why but, don't you use but, that as a yeah. base and then thread some ivy around that? So, oh, you know, because so, I. I think it's a shame to throw it away because you bought it and, you know, reuse and stuff like that. Yeah, I wouldn't so, throw it. I might probably find somewhere else to put it. I honestly think that there's something gorgeous about real. Mm -hmm. I really do. But it will expire. But you just have to keep on not worrying about that and putting more in. And as I say, a little spray mister. Just yeah, a, that's the key. A bottle with, a, you know, squidgy mm. little mister thing. That does help. Okay. It really does. So, yeah. Do you do that with your wreath as well? Do you have a wreath? I make my own door? wreath, yeah. yeah I do too. <laughs> <laughs> and the way I do that is, yeah, I just I made it from coat hangers tied together. I'm reusing the same one that I used last year, I'm sure. If I can find it, I need to look for it. I must do that soon as well, actually, make the wreath, because I like it to be on there for a while. Because, again, yeah, so I just have my coat hangers, wrap it with ivy. I don't bother with moss. If I was bothering with it, I would rake it from the, from the lawn. So, and then, yeah, I just tie bunches, actually. That's what I've always found, is if you make little bunches of little things that you want to put on your wreath, rather than tie them on individually. And I just use really fine florist wire, and I just tie the bunches onto the sort of circular coat hanger. And it doesn't take that long, actually, if, you, if you're organised before. So you make your little bunches, and it's fun. I, I enjoy doing that. But yeah, once I start, I am off. <laughs> Brilliant. And it doesn't happen here before the 1st of December. We don't even think about Christmas. I'm exactly the then. same. I'm exactly the same. And I make my own wreath. And every year it seems to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And last year it wasn't as wide as my door. <laughs> it was fantastic. I mean, a bit mad. But I just couldn't help it. I didn't realise actually it was that big until I hung it up. But I loved it. Yeah, mad is good it. though, isn't it? Mm, so it definitely. really is. But I don't know... What do you do about your Christmas tree? Where do you get your Christmas tree from? Well, we usually go to Wilds Farm. Okay. And it was interesting. I spoke to Nick at Wilds Farm and he was saying because of the strange weather we've had this year that he advises people to get the Christmas trees a little bit later because they really will benefit from being in the ground a little bit longer, mm. which is interesting. Yeah. Where do you get yours from? We usually go to the Forestry Commission down at Queen Elizabeth Country Park because I kind of like the fact that it's going to the Forestry Commission, the money and the funds. It's kind of supporting that work. But I hear in London you can rent a tree. I would love to be able to do that, you know, because I don't want a Christmas tree in my garden that I dig up every year. I don't want to do that. And they never look good after the first year, actually. And if you plant them in the ground, they grow gigantic. So And you can't bring it indoors anyway then, can you? But I would love to rent a tree because I know that we're all kind of shredding our trees after after we've finished with them. But even that takes a lot of work and a lot of power and a lot of diesel and chipping machines and things like that. So I would love to be able to rent it and mm -hmm. then give it back and, and let people like Wilds Farm or whoever 
do their magic and sort of give me my lovely treat back again the following mm. year. So do it like that. Professionals are always good, but the best, aren't they? Looking yes. Looking after things. Yeah, absolutely. And, and if, if that's their kind of job, then, then they will do it, you know, better than I would here, rushing around like a wild gardening type, trying to get too much into my day. <laughs> So, but yeah, but we, that's where we buy ours from. So, but we have yes. bought from Wilds Farm as well. So, and it's been, I think because our children are a bit older now, they're less interested in going shopping for a tree, which is actually quite a good thing because when we go to buy our tree, we do almost come to blows about it. So, Jules and I. <laughs> do you? So, not why? the children. Well, I always want far too big a tree than will fit in the house, practically speaking. <laughs> And he always wants the most ugliest tree because he doesn't want it to be left on its own. He wants to buy the ugly tree and bring it home with us, which I really don't want an ugly tree. So it's about size and the ugly factor. So, But there's loads of lovely experiences around here for buying trees, aren't there? And, yeah, we are. We're really lucky. Yeah, we are lucky. And particularly when the kids was, were small, we tried all of them, you know, a different one every year. So, And you get different varieties too. You can try different varieties, can't you, each year yeah. and work out which one works best for you. I haven't done a blue spruce before, but yeah. I've heard they're amazing. We have. We've done it. And they're great for not dropping needles, but I don't really like the colour. Okay, that's interesting. Because it's quite pale and silvery, and it's blue. <laughs> and it's sort of, for me, it's kind of, it seems too icy to kind of, we, our house is mostly green everywhere, surprise, surprise. It just kind of sticks out a little bit. Um, so, yeah. Traditional. You go traditional. I do, but again, you know, they do drop their needles and things, so. <laughs> they always do. I don't think you can get away from it. I no. just think it's just part of it, isn't it? Yeah. Like you were saying about the ivy up the staircase, yeah. you know, it's going to drop. But we will try and have as big a tree as we possibly can. That is for sure. What are you going to do about giving gifts? Are you going to give any gardening gifts to anybody? I'd love to give gardening gifts to people, but there are a few people I suppose I could give to. But generally, there aren't that many in my family who would appreciate gardening oh, really? gifts. Yeah, no, I mean, same I'd like to, actually. I like to tack on you know, maybe a little sort of packet of seeds or something like that from home, like the sweet pieces yeah. that I collect. You know, I do that. But no, no one really that I could go crazy. You know, that I look at stuff and go, oh, I'd, I'd like that and like this. But... I might snip because this year I'm not going to use any of that shiny wrapping paper, and I don't. We haven't done that for years, actually, a few years now. So it's all in brown paper but um and then we do it with twine or raffia or whatever something that will break down in a compost bin and I see people doing things with clever things with sprigs of rosemary and drying out sliced oranges in the oven and the augers and things and I kind of aspire to doing a bit like that but I don't know if I'll get around to it. It'd be nice to put a kind of little sort of sprig of something together, wouldn't it, from the garden if you're giving friends presents? Because they're quite plain, those presents, aren't they? So to spice yeah. them up a little bit in some way. Yeah, that's a nice idea. Nice. I do a similar thing, actually. So Brown paper you? and ribbon, which could be reused or something like that. But yeah, yeah a little little something extra, like that rosemary sprig. Sounds yeah. lovely. I often yeah. put rosemary in my wreath as well, because and bay, it just smells yes. nice. Yeah, no, it does, doesn't it? Mm, it Absolutely. Does. But I don't think I'll get around to drying the oranges and lemons oh, yeah. and limes out. I did that. <laughs> I did that one year. I, we did have an argument at one point and I did that and I sort of romanticised about it all. And I, I, it didn't work out for me. <laughs> and then they ended up not quite drying out enough. I obviously didn't do it long enough. And then I put them in the airing cupboard and forgot about them for the rest of the year. Basically, they were sort of at the back of this cupboard that we have. And um, just gather dust. And then once they get dust in them, they're just not very yes. good. So, no, I, I, they look amazing. And, and hats off to people who can do that and make them look and fantastic. Hang them on but... their Christmas trees. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it's not for me either. No. I don't think they'd ever dry out. But I think, you know, I will get some gardening in. I've, I've, in fact, I've just had some hellebores arrive <laughs> and um, I've done all my pots now and my bulbs. I mean, people shouldn't panic if they hadn't, haven't finished doing their bulbs really now. So because there's still time to do them. I've finished all of mine. I feel very well, smug about done. it. Took a long time, several <laughs> weekends. I'm really tired. I feel like, oh, collapse a go-go. So, how many? Um, how many? Go on, confess <laughs> to us. How many did you put in? We planted 2,500 <laughs> plus last year's tulips that we'd lifted from our pots to put the dahlias in, plus the daffs and the tiny little muscaris went back into the pots. Wow. So, and then, of course, I top them all with gravel to kick squirrels out and little pansies or um, cyclamen. So a few of them have got cyclamen in and, and uh, erysimum, wallflowers. So, so there's that to plant as well. It gets quite expensive, I have to be honest. But yeah, I'm not doing that next year. But I said that last year, but I'm really definitely not doing it next year. No way. It's taken me like five weekends of pretty much full on planting. So around the kids and everything else. And I feel like I've been quite a negligent mother. So spring better be amazing. Yeah, That's all I can say. So... <laughs> really had huge floral display yeah there's 1300 tulips on top of the tulips that i've already got and most of those went into pots i think there was only 200 left before i before but i planted 35 pots some of them very big though and the bigger they are the easier it is to be honest so with planting and it's quite like great i've got rid of a quick 50 there so (laughs) so you're counting down all the time but yeah, but I love it and it is my job, you know, so I kind of feel like that's my excuse. So, and it's lovely to have my garden back. And I, I didn't have that at the beginning of last year in lockdown. And so that's a gift that all of this sort of strange pandemic, you know, the time where everything was taken away, I do feel like I've been given something which is just wonderful. And that's, that's my absolute mojo for physically gardening again. So, yeah, instead of being at a drawing board at a desk on a computer. So I've really loved it. So, yeah, fallen in love. Oh. (laughs) Well, and also when you look out the window in February, March time, and you start to see this colour popping up, it's going to be glorious. Yeah. It will be worth it. Yeah, it will. And I went a bit wild on snowdrops as well, so I'm hoping it might even be earlier. And it's funny because I'm already thinking, but I haven't got any oranthus. So, which is another kind of early season, sort of February plant. So, so maybe I might buy a few. See, look at me. Already I'm going, so maybe I might get a few of those. It is kind of adding that layers of interest all the time, isn't it? So that you extend that season of interest. So there's something to look at to get you outside every single day. And I do go out every single day into the garden, unless it's absolutely chucking it down, mm. of course. But yeah, every day before work, I go out there for at least five minutes and just look and see what's happening. Make my mental list for the weekend. There's still loads to be doing because I think it's a busy time of year. I've still got all, I have not done any hardy annuals really this year. And all of my pots and all of my little cloches are all outside in a heap looking really filthy. So I'm going to have to get my washing up bowl out there and get those all cleaned up, ready. You know, I sow my sweet peas I sowed some in the autumn last year, so I'd already got sweet peas all around the house. No space for it, but the day after Boxing Day, because Boxing Day is for hangovers, I will plant my sweet peas and I will also get my cobayas going. 
So I need to be ready for that on the 27th of December. I was going to ask you about the sweet peas because, yes, I remember you planted some early last year and um, I wondered if you had. No, I haven't. Have you? No, I haven't. No, I haven't been that organised actually at all. And in fact, talking about bulbs, I, I said I was going to put some crocus around the base of my apple trees and I've completely forgotten to do that so I need to put have you got the crocus them. no I've completely forgot to get them I put there's so the many deals in. at the moment okay. you can get them super cheap if you get them online okay I'll do so that. you know there's loads of cheap deals but don't you know don't overstretch yourself there is always next year isn't there I know but I said that last year so this, <laughs> this is I'm kicking myself I forgot so no I will do I will do it like literally in the next week I, I will yeah. do it I think I it will look lift. forward to that yeah, and it's so early, that's the thing. I've planted all the way around my lawn, so I did that. It doesn't even take that long. Lovely. Took me maybe, I can't remember how many I planted, maybe about 200. Took me about an hour. So literally, because I have a hori hori, which is a Japanese blade, which you just plunge into the grass or under your tree, and you just kind of push it backwards and makes a slit, and you put your drop your small crocus bulb in. You can do them really fast. Yeah, because they are little, aren't they? They're yeah. little, so yeah. absolutely. And it really will create a big pool of lovely welcoming colour won't it for you yeah I need it I so, think I know I need it I missed it this year so yeah I yeah, will yeah. do it That's yeah a little thing I still got to do I yeah. mean there are still things you can do you know now are you going to be planting garlic bulbs as well I've still got my garlic in my shed so and actually talking about world's farm and saying about their trees and me worrying about the tulips it likes it to go in when it's cold so that's a job that I'm going to do this weekend I haven't got as much as last year so I think last year we were all like we've got to keep occupied and do something and fill our time and you know and quite right really because we couldn't see people could we so I know you could get together for Christmas day if you wanted to but we were missing our friends and family weren't we and now this year we want to see our friends and family if we can so so I've downsized it but I'm still doing a bit of garlic so yeah but just not as much yeah, it's in the shed. Must do it. So well, you can do that the day after Boxing Day. Yeah, I'm going to do the seeds. So just one little job. Oh, no, I'm going to do the garlic before. Oh. So no, box the day after Boxing Day is sweet peas, and cobaya. Yeah, definitely. Did you do the cobaya at that time of year last yeah, year? Yeah, and it's been in flower since about July. So it's been really good. But last year, no, last year I was much later. So because it was a struggle to get it into flower at all. So this year, I'm definitely doing it earlier. And I'm only going to sow one. And then I might sow another one and another one. So because you don't need much more than that. They're huge plants. So, and I think, <laughs> I'm saying this, I'm giggling. I, but I think we all go overboard with the amount of seed that we sow, don't we? So I'm saying Guilty. it. Guilty. <laughs> am I going to do it? Who knows when I've got a packet of, of any seeds in my hands. That's the thing though, isn't it? It's about swapping seeds the seed swaps and things like that be great to see more of those in our area because you do buy a packet of seeds and there's 50 odd seeds or something yeah. in there you don't use them all and then they just sit in a packet don't they for the rest of the year and then they might not be as good the following year so maybe that's something for next year look well, out for more seed swaps yeah you're right i mean i know there are things online that you can do with seed swaps and, and also seedlings uh, my butternut squash seedlings didn't do very well this year. In fact, they didn't do very well any of the squash until when I put them in the ground because it's been so wet. But um, a friend of mine sent me three little plants from Norfolk in the post in a little jiffy bag, which I thought was really kind of her. So they went in, didn't get any butternut squash because it's been so wet. But hopefully next year, and that's the thing, isn't it? The optimism of gardeners. Hopefully next year it'll be better. Yeah. Well, we really all do, don't we? Because this year was so difficult. And then it became really warm. I was mowing the lawn a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. 
Absolutely. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's still growing, isn't it? It is still growing. So yeah, for sure. It'll probably stop. I think now, it will now. But now. it's cold, isn't it? But for your garden next year, I suppose, what, what's your wish for your garden next year? Do you have plans for what you'd like it to be, along with the bulbs you've planted? I'd like it to be warmer. I'd like to have a better season. I'd like to be able to spend more time in the summer out there, you know, relaxing with friends enjoying colour that was what I really missed this year lots of things didn't get to reach their full potential so we didn't have plants that were reaching for the sky loads of my seedlings and annuals that I grew last year just didn't even get to flower so because it was so dark so grey so cold and so wet for most of the year so it would be lovely to kind of have a really good summer I'm not expecting it as good as last year that was really unusually warm and beautiful but just a little bit warmer would be nice nice wouldn't it absolutely really so, would yeah. yeah all the, the hard work that we all put into our yeah. gardens to, to pay off really and i quite like my children to give up their trampoline as well <laughs> so i can turn it into a pond <laughs> that's the thing isn't it it's really hard to let go of those things we have an old playhouse outside an old wooden playhouse that no one's been in for at least this year if not last and i'm loath to see it go because it does it's the end of an era, isn't it? It yeah. does represent the, the growing up of your children. And it's been there and it's got so many memories. But the thing is falling apart. The windows are cracked. I know when you walk in there, part of the floor has sort of just rotted away. It's got to go. It's got to go. But I'll be very sad to see it go. But then having said that, there'll be a nice part of the garden that I can do something exciting with. Yeah, I know what you mean. It is hard, though. What would you do with that part of the garden, then? What, what do you wish for your garden next year? Oh, it's really hard, isn't it? Because I think I had the garden... Well, I have part of the garden how I like it after working on the back garden border for a long time. Um, but that is also where the playhouse is. So I need to consider what I'm going to do for that other part. My front garden has caused me a bit of distress in that I dug up a lot of the lawn going back probably six, seven years ago now. And I've made it into four patches, which were sort of for veg, but have become a mixture over the years of veg and flowers. Mm. And I love the sort of eclectic mix of everything in there. And, and when it's in full bloom, it's gorgeous. I'm not sure it's working for me as it is at the moment. So I've got to spend the winter, I think, thinking about what that really means to me, that, that part of the garden and what I want to do with it. Mm. It's a bit of a dilemma at the moment. It's nice though, isn't it, to be able to think that you'll be able to sit snug in your dressing gown and your slippers, <laughs> cosied up under a blanket and just looking at magazines looking and books magazines. for inspiration. That's exactly it. So, yeah. And that's what yeah. a lot of this is about as well this time of year because, you know, we, we need to take stock, don't we? We really do. And just think, where are we going to with our gardens? Otherwise our gardens will take over us, won't they? So nature takes back as quickly as she gives, doesn't she? Absolutely. yeah. <laughs> exciting what would you do with the with a trampoline not being there then see ours is dug in the ground so it's it's sunk so the children they could just run straight onto it so at the same level as the grass around it so that means that i've already got a big hole so that would be perfect for a nature pond of course and that's what i've always thought since we put it in i didn't think that they would ever be into it as much as they are <laughs> and when we put it in when we had our youngest and he's now 12 I and mean, I keep on bringing it up saying, do you think you still use the trampoline? I said, yeah, of course, don't get rid of it. And that's the thing, isn't it? And I would never get rid of it if he didn't say, no, now it's time to go. But then my 17-year-old will sometimes go out there and have a bounce around on it. So I kind of think, oh, I'm and I bet never going to get my pond. <laughs> I do, I do. 
And I like to lie on it as well. It's quite hammocky, actually, I find. It feels a bit like a hammock. So, but um, yeah, I would really like a big pond. That's my super wish, really, is to have a nature pond, a big one. So I could grow a whole different range of plants, marginals and aquatics. And, and you know, that's when you really get the big dragonflies coming into your garden. That would be magical, that wouldn't would be it? Magical. That's exactly what I was just thinking. How magical would that be? Mm. Well, Anne-Marie... Wishing you a magical Christmas. Yeah, you too. Lovely talking to you again. Yeah. Best of luck for the garden <laughs> next year. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Claire. And happy Christmas to everybody. Have a lovely, lovely festive season. Happy Christmas. Growing Together with Anne-Marie Powell and Claire Dennis. Imagine a space where moments are shared and memories are made, where bands play their best gigs and comedians bring the house down. A space for inspiration and maybe perspiration. Petersfield Festival Hall is ready for a makeover and you can help decide its future. To take part in the online consultation, search Petersfield Town Council. Petersfield Festival Hall. Make it your space.